Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Tea Time with Tommy, the pro wrestling podcast. This episode is the AEW Hot Take with Tommy, Norbs, and me, Brittany. So let's raise our glasses, our Canada dry glasses. What is Not going on, today. guys? It's Tea Time with Tommy. We, we planned this. We, Not Canada we planned dry this with Brittany. Norbs. <laughs> we you didn't get the memo. The tea. Let's go, yeah. my on. Exactly. You didn't get the memo. Anyways, on today's podcast, the first thing we're talking about is MJF and Wardlow joining the inner circle after MJF defeated Chris Jericho at the last pay-per-view's full gear. So no second inner circle for MJF, Tommy. Yes, I was wrong. Oh, Norbs is here. Okay, so Norbs, I uh, (laughs) both my analysis that people watch, I apologize to Britt and I'm going to apologize to you. I was wrong. Okay, guys. Whoop-dee-doo, I made a mistake. However, yes, so MJF is not going to have his own inner circle, but he's in the inner circle. So this is interesting. The creative team for AEW has now went on with this, that now MJF's part of Chris Jericho's inner circle. I think it's great. Getting Orlow and MJF into this mix is just box office bonanza for AEW. So, I mean... Now, we're going to see how it works out. Uh, Sammy Guerrero was not there for uh, MJF and Warlow's official inclusion to the inner circle. Uh, MJF went on a long drone speech, which kind of was like a little, like, a, hey, I love MJF, but that part, I, that was not needed. The poetry thing, it was kind of like, eh, cringeworthy. But at the same time, uh, it looks like it's going to get really interesting. Uh, Sammy Guerrero, and, uh, or I believe it's Ortiz, will they accept uh, Wardlow and MJF, I don't know. Uh, well, how will Chris Jericho and MJF work together? Two of the best people on the mic, of course, with John Moxley. I don't know, but they look like the main event attraction now for AEW. So more to be seen. What's gonna happen? But I think it's a great move still by AEW. I'm gonna drop a little subplot that maybe MJF might turn his back against Chris Jericho and become the leader down the line not now down the line so ooh, interesting guys <laughs> i i highly doubt that's going to happen because uh, it will you're wrong come on tom you're wrong no. you're, you you can be wrong again my friend uh we'll, we'll, we'll see we'll see what your prediction is this time <laughs> oh, man. Just, just knocking uh, it you guys yeah i mean uh, the inner circle business is picking up the uh mordlow and mjf joining the inner circle I think uh, it, it um, you know, puts more interest into the program, puts, possibly puts more ratings uh, with uh, MGF working closely with Chris Jericho now. So um, it remains to be seen. I mean, uh, Sammy Guevara and Ortiz, not a big fan of the welcoming party uh, <laughs> uh, when MGF and Wardlow was uh, initiated to the inner circle. Uh, Chris Jericho was uh, pretty happy with... Uh, um, MJF joining, and they all went to Las Vegas uh, to celebrate, um, courtesy of MJF and his uh, money. Uh, and uh, he's he's having a good time so far. And uh, fortunately, Santana, uh, Ortiz and uh, Sammy Guevara not not very much. Uh, Sammy Guevara was uh, actually was lost at the beach <laughs> when uh, uh, Wardlow and MJF was uh, welcomed into the inner circle last week on Dynamite. Um, yeah, it, 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 business is picking up. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, the, the cohesive unit uh, with Chris Jericho and MJF and, you know, all, all the gangs there 
uh, yeah, it remains to be seen. Like, what uh, you know, anything can happen with with this uh, with this whole uh, company uh, banding together, and who knows? Tommy could be wrong. MJF be right. uh, could work with Chris Jericho very closely, and possibly, maybe I don't know, uh, kick out Sammy Guevara. I don't know. That's just my prediction. You know, anything is possible. Ew, what? No, that actually even sounds more valid. Maybe, yeah, Guevara and Ortiz. Maybe MGF will use a little manipulation to get rid of those He's two. He's good for that. He's very good for that. Yes. Or we'll use manipulation and manipulate Guevara Ortiz and Hager and the rest of the team to kick out Jericho. So I will be right and you both will be wrong in the end. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> to be continued. So moving on to our next topic is the AEW documentary, The History of a Revelation. And this will focus on AEW's first official year launch. So Tommy, do you want to talk about that? Yes. So uh, it's not Revelation, uh, Britt. It's uh, Revolution, by the way. Uh, revolution. No, it's that one wrong. Revolution. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> one. Uh, well, I'm just kidding. But like, basically, yes, it's an official trailer. I believe it's going to be premiering on November 18th, guys. So I apologize to viewers. When the, this video is out, I believe we'll be past that. But November 18th, check it out. It's the first official year. Uh, when AEW took off. It's very interesting. It's got, I saw the trailer. It basically had little snippets, guys, if you've seen it, basically of them saying it, they were scared. That wouldn't work. It was a huge risk gamble on behalf of the Khan family and AEW and Cody Rhodes and uh, Chris Jericho. They were kind of contemplating. They weren't 100% confident it would work and it would be this successful. But luckily it was. So, I mean, it's a great documentary. Catch it, guys. TNT, November 18th. It is by, I believe his name is, remember she here? Yes, History X, I believe the director's uh, name is. And basically, he's the one that helped uh, do videos with um, Kendrick Lamar and uh, all the other greats. So, uh, oh, that sounds so, amazing. Yeah. Check it out, guys. It's going to be great. It's, uh, uh, I am definitely going to have my popcorn ready. Although you got that and you got AW Dynamite. So I don't know what you're going to watch, but it's going to be great. <laughs> And you know what? Uh, you know, I, I, I'm a very, uh, very, I guess, uh, uh, ambitious visionary that it could be in the same uh, type of uh, league as, say, the, the last uh, dance with Michael Jordan, whatever that documentary <laughs> was. So it could be, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm thinking crazy right now, it could be in that same league because AEW, uh, their first year has been absolutely incredible. It, it truly was a revolutionary um, effect and uh, a direct competition to the WWE. It's an alternative for the fans. And you know what? Uh, you know, si since they launched uh, back, back last year in 2019, um, it just took off and, and fans love it. And um, it's, it's definitely going to be a, a, docu you know, a documentary to watch uh, their first year. And, um, you know, uh, flashing, uh, you know, giving flashbacks on um, on the matches that they've had so far, those crazy uh, stampede matches, those tables matches. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a barn burner. And it looks to me that it's going to be the, the last dance uh, Michael Jordan type quality documentary that, that uh, fans will be expecting in the wrestling world. So, yeah, definitely. The, the first year has been absolutely rocking. Uh, you know, WWE has been absolutely terrified of this promotion. Uh, 
yeah, it's definitely going to be good um, to see that uh, documentary. Yeah, anyways, catch it on November 18th. Probably when this episode is aired, it will probably be past November 18th. But guys, let us know what you think of the documentary and tell us your thoughts. So next up, we're going to be talking about Team Taz versus Cody Rhodes and Darby Allen in a tag team match. Norbs? Yeah, this is uh, an upcoming match uh, at AEW Dynamite. Uh, Cody Rhodes and Darby Allen had a really hellacious match at full gear for the TNT Championship. Uh, these two respect each other very, very much. It was a heck of a match. Uh, Darby Allen winning the TNT Championship, his, his first TNT um, Championship or even a title at, at AEW. Uh, beloved by the fans and even Cody, giving him a lot of respect for winning that title. And uh, here comes Team Taz uh, trying to crash the party. Uh, trying to cr- crash the celebration and the friendship between Cody Rhodes and Darby Allen, uh, Ricky Starks, and the the machine Brian Cage uh, in a tag team match against uh, Cody Rhodes and Darby Allen. Uh, Taz, uh, the legendary Taz, former ECW legend and ECW champion, uh, is uh, managing uh, the team of Ricky Starks and Brian Cage uh, in in this uh, team. Uh, a force to be reckoned with. Uh, Brian Cage was given the FTW title by Taz. Uh, they're the, they're a, a wrecking crew right now uh, in AEW. So, again, it's going to be a, a barn burner between uh, Team Taz and uh, Cody Rhodes and Darby Allen. So, uh, yeah, I just uh, – well, you just you just took up the whole thing there, Norbs. I don't know what else to add on part, part of that. So, thank you for that. Now, add. But – before that, did you say, I want to go back, but did you say that the trailer, I mean, the AW documentary is going to be better than The Last Dance? Yes, sir, it will. Have you It'll... lost <laughs> your mind? Have you seen, look, I'm a huge Maybe, fan. Maybe a little. Maybe I, maybe I took a nap for so long, and now I'm in dreamland. <laughs> I think that Canada Prime has polluted your mind, sir. Uh, basically, that is, I, I'm, I'm saying AEW is going to be a great documentary, but better than The Last Dance, the greatest documentary of all time, sports. I think you've lost your mind, sir. But anyways. That's certainly a pedestal. <laughs> that's a huge pedestal. Like, my goodness, better than the last thing. <laughs> Too much Canada Dry. No more Canada Dry. I, I, meant, I, meant, I meant it's going to be in the same league as the, same league. the last dance documentary. Uh, okay, no more. I'm preventing you both from drinking Canada Dry from now on. So That's okay. I just finished it. Yeah. No more Canada Dry, Brett. That's it. No more. <laughs> So, uh, moving on, yes. So, you know, uh, Norris uh, very eloquently uh, just filled up the whole spot there uh, very well. Uh, yeah, great rivalry building up. Team Taz, another faction. Ricky Stark seems to be uh, something. Like Brian Cage, of course, we knew Brian Cage from Impact Wrestling, the machine. But Ricky Stark is a newcomer who seems to have that uh, charisma and the wrestling ability to definitely make a mark on AEW. So, a great addition. Uh, and as well, yes, Cody Rose, Darby Allen. Interesting, interesting team, guys. Now, it's like two different, like oil and water, right? Like one guy is like this uh, outgoing part of the AW executive in Cody Rhodes, and one guy is a very shy, awkward, introverted, but mysterious and interesting Darby Allen. Is this going to work? I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but like, I mean, 
let's go for it. You got those, these two are definite like huge box office draws as well. So why not team Darby Allen and Cody Rose together against team Taz? They almost broke Darby Allen's arm off. So I'm guessing Darby Allen's looking for revenge right now. And uh, Cody Rhodes seems to uh, lost his belt to him, but seems to have respect. They have a mutual respect between Darby Allen and Cody Rhodes. So yeah, it's a great, great matchup. Uh, great, um, you know, uh, rivalry that's going to happen. So, hey, remains to be seen what goes on with this uh, rivalry between Team Taz and Darby Allen and Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I'm excited to see that rivalry too. Anyways, let's move on to the Bastard Pack. Sorry, he's just, you, uh, it's just one person. It's not actually a pack. I didn't know that. I didn't know that before. Goodness. <laughs> you can believe that. I should have put quotations on that, uh, the bastard, <laughs> on, <laughs> on my questions. Why are you swearing on our show? I, I didn't mean to. You know, Norbs gave me his topics, and that's what he Good thought. job, Norbs. Good job, man. <laughs> Great. Anyway, hey, anything for this show? Anything? For anything. This show. Everything out now. On the while I edit. It's this. a full-on bleep. It's a full-on censor now. Oh yeah. Goodness. <laughs> Anyways, the bastard pack is back with his feud with Eddie Kingston and his faction. Norbs, tell us about that. Yeah, I mean the pack has been uh, in self-isolation in England for uh, several months because of the pandemic. Uh, he was, uh, you know, stuck in Europe during. Uh, the COVID period, but now he's back in North America and wants revenge, vengeance, you name it. This guy is unbelievable. One of my personal favorites in AEW. Uh, you know, he, he may be uh, just about six feet tall, but he has a lot of charisma, a lot of attitude, and he is fierce. He's a very fierce individual in PAC. And um, yeah, coming back to uh, AEW, after a long um, layover in England uh, because of the pandemic. And uh, now he's um, in a rivalry uh, against Eddie Kingston and his faction. Uh, the Butcher and the Blade is, is part of Eddie Kingston's uh, team there. And uh, also uh, Pentagon Pentagon and uh, El Cesaro Miro. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, he, he's, just, he's just a one-man wrecking crew right now, uh, you know, getting, getting back into action. And, um, you know, seeking revenge after a long layover. Uh, he's hungry. He's hungry for a fight. He's hungry to wrestle. And he is not afraid. He is not afraid of Eddie Kingston and his faction. Yeah. So, like, I mean, uh, yeah, the, uh, the uh, Bastard Pack. Basically, he, uh, I think originally from, the, he was known as Neville. Neville from AWB is definitely Neville, making yeah. his mark. Uh, AW is using him really well. So yeah, this guy uh, was, uh, you know, he, he created his own team uh, with uh, El Pento. Man, these guys' names, man, they're so long. El Pentagon and Cero. Oh, my, whatever. Yeah, Th those two Phoenix. guys. <laughs> Ray Phoenix. Uh, they used to uh, make a team. And then I guess while he was away, like you said, Norms, in England, you know, just, you know, self-preserving. You had Eddie Kingston trying to take those two guys away from uh, Bastard Pack. But now he's back. So now he's forming his old team again, it looks like. And now it's about to happen between Eddie uh, Kingston's faction and Bastard Pack. Here's the thing, though. These two wrestlers, Al Pento, Ferrero, and uh, the Ray, uh, his brother, right? They were part of Eddie Kingston's faction. Now, I guess, what's going to happen now? Are they going to now join the Bastard Pack, which will deplete his faction more, Eddie Kingston? 
So I guess Ali and you got Blade and uh, another uh, another members there. What's so, in the Blade? Yeah. Yeah, sure. It's gonna make me deplete uh, Eddie Kingston. So, raised to be seen. Me personally, I'm not really interested in, in this rivalry. Like, I mean, it's fine. Oh, like, come on, yeah. Tom. Bastard Pack. You know, is, you is, know, Pack. Don't make, don't make him come to you now. I'm He's not a first individual. referring to Bastard <laughs> Pack. Don't put words in my mouth where I get in trouble with him. I'm referring to the rivalry. Like, eh. More uh, wrestlers are gonna come at you, Tommy. No, not making fun of the rest of the guys. The butcher and the blade, especially. You two stop putting words in my mouth, all right? I'm not going after them. They're great wrestlers. I'm going at the top, at the rivalry, right? Like maybe uh, Bastard Pack, maybe it's a fun rivalry with maybe John Moxley or something. I find I find this rivalry is, it, it could be great. It could be great. These two are like very good on the mic. But I mean, is this something interesting? Like, interesting like the mjf thing to me or you or you know even the uh cody rotarbe on eh, not sure but we'll see could be wrong i could be wrong they could prove we'll it. see it could be anyways yeah. we'll see in possibly future episodes so this is going to be a wrap with tea time with tommy the aew hot take podcast with tommy norbs and me Brittany. so let's raise our i guess empty glasses can to dry can this episode again. <laughs> Take care guys, great job. Alrighty. Awesome. <laughs>